Food City 500 NASCAR at Bristol Motor Speedway. Let's get to it. It's your favorite betting bartender, Anzo. Today we're going over NASCAR this weekend at 2 p.m. on Sunday. It is Saturday. Qualifying's done. The practices are done. We're going to dive into the cheat sheet that I make as well as go over last weekend's race and what I gave out for info there. And the new format, we're going to go all over the place on the uh, draft board and figure out where we can find some advantages and disadvantages. And uh, so we got some plays and fades. As always, I'll have an email right up after the video is out. Unfortunately, it'll be out very late on Saturday night or early Sunday morning at best. I do have a charity event to go to today, so uh, it will be a little bit later than usual. I do apologize, and thank you for your patience. All right, let's jump into what happened last week at the O'Reilly Auto Parts 500. All right. Last week, as you can see here, as we're looking at the cheat sheet, very simply, we had uh, emailed out Chase Elliott and Eric Almarola. Chase Elliott was 11th in the field, ranked 16th on my model at 8,600, uh, 20% owned, 44 and three quarter points. Could have done better, ill-timed uh, pit stop. I don't know what really happened. Either way, uh, he went from like 6th to 13th, just like that. So on him. Uh, the other was Almarola, which I don't play a ton, but he's just doing pretty well this year. Uh, came in ninth point-wise. He was 12th in my model and 40, almost 41% owned across the board. 54 and three-quarter points, so not bad. Um, let's jump into a little bit about this race for the Food City 500. And if you'd like to get this cheat sheet, which is 100% free, the NASCAR cheat sheet, very simply put, just answer this question in the comments section, then either email me at bettingbartender at gmail.com or uh, DM me on Twitter at DFS Tavern. The question is this, where do you think Kyle Busch finishes today? Or, or where do you think Kyle Busch finishes during the race, I should really say? Uh, because he's kind of hit a miss, and we're going to talk about that as we look at the uh, form and where he's finished in results really quickly. And it won't be anywhere on the cheat sheet. I'll pop up the picture right now for you. All right. Kyle Bush here highlighted is um, 23 average finish for the last uh, 10 races, right? And if you look at most recently, he was 20th. Uh, in the spring of, or sorry, the fall of last year, he won the spring of last year, won the fall of 2017, 35th, 39th, 38th, 8th, skipped a year, 36th, 29th. So you can see really boom or bust over the last 10 races here. Uh, so where do you think he's going to finish? Really someone I had to talk about there. Um, when we look now at laps led at Bristol over the same span last 10 races, I should say, not 10 years, 10 races. That is, um, again, we're looking at Kyle Busch and even uh, Ryan Blaney. If we look at the last three races, Kyle Busch has led over 270 laps. Um, we could say the same for Kyle Larson, over 280 laps the last three races. Eric Jones, one time, 260 laps. And Ryan Blaney, 220 laps over the last two races. So 
Because I just want to kind of showcase there for you. Now, let's go back right here and talk about this uh, Bristol Motor Speedway. It is a short track, but it it races like uh, a hybrid between short track and speedway. Uh, 500 laps, which is going to bring you 250 points for fastest laps, or up to 250 points, I say, and 125 points for laps led. Sounds familiar, does it not? Sounds exactly the same as the STP 500, whereas if we go to that race real quickly, that was where Kozlowski just dominated the race from like lap four on or whatever lap it was and scored 199 points. Do I see something like that happening again in this race? No, I do not. Let's go to the past two races that I have data on here on the cheat sheet for you. The first, Bass Pro Shops NRA Night Race. That was the fall of last year. Kyle Larson was the pole position and 57 and a quarter points. Uh, again, we talked about Ryan Blaney leading some laps in that race. It was 121 laps he led, finished with 85 and a quarter points. If we go down to Kyle Bush, unfortunately... He was kind of the chalk bomb-ish type guy with 30 and a half points because he led zero laps. Now, if we go to last year's Food City 500, let's see what that looked like. Here we are at the Food City 500, and this can all be found under past ownership percentages. Uh, last year's race, Kyle Larson, 150 and a half points. Kyle Bush was the pole position and finished with 104.25 points because he led 117 laps, whereas Larson led 200 laps. They were both highly owned. Um, so I'm assuming that, you know, if you take someone from the front, uh, you're going to need them to dominate and get those uh, points for you. And it looks like each race, we're looking at a combination of about three. Uh, dominators for laps led last year it was Boyer, Elliott, and Blaney in fall, and it was Bush, Larson, and Blaney in spring. So that was different. We had the new race package and everything. So how's it going to play out? That's what we got to figure out. Here we are. Here's the rankings. Here's the front page of the cheat sheet. Here, as always, we have information on uh, their. Salary, average points, also with FanDuel. <sighs> and by looking at the difference here, you can kind of figure out who you want to roster in either case price-wise. All right, so now we can go to my key stats here. Um, I had to go back to the STP 500 and kind of look at what I did there and throw that model just completely out. So I lowered uh, a little bit the qualifying versus practice average. I did add some juice to the practice average. I wanted some decent runs. Uh, I added points to the final practice and first practice because of the times they were run. The morning second practice, I'm kind of not putting a lot of late weight on this week. It's just, it was at like eight o'clock in the morning. And something where the track is going to be completely different than the way it's going to race uh, for the Sunday race day. Of course, I'm looking at you know their their track history and driver ratings for the last two years on this track and track types. 
as well as form for the last six races, which is all this year, uh, minus Daytona 500, I believe, at this point. So I'm really looking for guys that are going to stick out and, and rank. Kyle Busch is the first in my model, but again, he's boomer bust. So we talked about him. Do you want to take that chance on Kyle Busch? That is your call. He's pretty expensive at 12.9. Um, boomer bust. If he wins, obviously you're going to need him. If he ends up like in 35th, you're going to be glad you didn't have him. So do as you may. Uh, it's a little tough. He's starting in. 17th so there's a lot of point differential possibilities if he finishes in the top kevin harvick might be one of my favorite guys um if we look at the info that mike joy put out on his twitter handle which he does each week he puts the, the you know the 15 20 and 30 lap uh times on there in position and harvick is killing it in all those spots so Harvick actually led the way in all three categories, 15, 20th, and 30 lap averages. I will post that picture in my write-up. Again, that's Mike Joy. I think I called him Mike Pence last week. I was way out of it last week, so there's that. Um, but I love me some Kevin Harvick. Someone else that's up there is Joey Logano. So if you want to start with these guys in 11-6, 11-1 you're definitely save, saving yourself six to $1,000. And... Um, giving you some salary relief because some of these guys at the bottom are not going to do well. So I can be happy with either of them uh, moving forward. Of course, Logano starting se- or starting seventh uh, maybe doesn't have the points differential that, that Harvick has. Kurt Busch, probably going to be a bit chalky this week. Uh, qualified 27th, didn't even get past the uh, first round. And of course, we know that his history here is pretty good. Uh, not the best, but starting 27th for being the fourth highest driver at 10-7. It's going to get some ownership there. Uh, Ryan Blaney might be a case for getting a lot of laps led, as always. If he's gotten 100 laps the last couple times, definitely someone you want to go to. Truex. Truex is going to be another guy that people are going to flock to to get that point differential um, starting 23rd. So you can always build a team with Bush. Kurt Busch, that is, and Truex and start there and build your team up. Not the best driver rating here. Didn't hit any of the uh, consecutive lap times either, so I'm not huge on him, but I think people will flock to him looking at just point differential uh, alone. Let's go to someone else uh, here. If you want to take someone that could possibly lead laps, of course, if you think Chase Elliott can lead the, the laps you know, that first go around, definitely someone you want to look at. He did uh, clip the wall early in the third practice, so uh, be mindful of that. I didn't skip over Denny Hamlin or Kyle uh, uh, for any known reason. It just is uh, he could also be another guy that's leading laps. And if you look at what he's done this year, he's really uh, third best driver right now in, in recent form. So obviously someone you could look at taking. Um, people might flock to Eric Jones to get some uh, differential there. They're going to skip right over Almarola, I believe, because he's starting a little too high and doesn't do great here. But with Jones, he's one of those guys uh, hitting all those 15, 20, and 30-lap averages, so might be a good play starting in fourth that people might uh, shy away from. Some other guys that are really hitting that board for the consecutive laps. 
uh, is D. Benedetto. If you want to go down to D. Benedetto, qualified 21st, put in a great final practice. So maybe they figure something out. I think at 6,700, definitely a guy you can flock to. Doesn't do extremely well here. Um, but when you look at it and go down the list below 6,700, again, if you dive down here, your only other guy you can maybe choose for the last couple of years would be uh, like Ty Dillon or, or David Reagan. And when you look at them, Reagan starting 22nd, a little too high. Same with Ty Dillon at 24th. Don't like it. So I think D. Benedetto starting right in front of him with a much better practice average is probably the way to go at 6,700. And then if you wanted to put in maybe Daniel Suarez, you could do it. Uh, ranking 10th in my model, starting in 20th, does do pretty well here. There's a reason why he's 10th in the model. So definitely someone you could uh, roster and I'd have no problem with. If you want to go uh, way down the bottom, way down at the bottom here, uh, Corey LaJoy is the only one that really sticks out higher than the rest rankings wise but it's starting 32nd like if you're starting 34th 35th be a little bit better for him um not high in him just saying he's a guy can flock to uh mcdowell i believe started a little bit too high for my liking at 18th so if you want to go contrarian play at 5400 to save some cap go there but those are kind of the guys i see some value on this weekend Last week, maybe I overlooked some stuff or overthought some things. I wasn't big on a few people that did well. We're starting from the back. Again, unless it's an impound race, which is not the – when they start in the back, they're starting off with negative points. I believe that was Alex Bowman last week. Um, KS Wheels took down the tournament uh, last week also with Bowman on his team actually and crushed. So congrats to him for winning the uh, Viewer League contest. A link is right down below with the contest link, $1, 10% rake, 50 teams only. Be sure to jump on it early. It's also been sent out the email list, the email list, boom, right down below. And again, to get the cheat sheet, just follow the directions. It's all in the description. Make that comment. Kyle Bush, how do you think he's going to do this week? And if you want to throw in ownership projections, maybe throw that in there too. We'd be glad to hear it. Help everybody out in the community and at the tavern. As always, I wish you the best of luck this weekend in your NASCAR DFS and everything else you got going on in life. Stay tuned next week for all the Masters coverage. We're going to be going over holes. We're going to be going over um, other data that's not really out there that came out in a Joe Pita book. It's going to be exciting. But, hey, keep dancing that music. Cheers.